This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter attack. Forestieri. Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Cole. And I'm Peter. Well, chaps, uh, how are we doing? We are in the third, nearly fourth week of January now, or coming to the end of that. It's been a bit of a funny old month. We'll obviously cover all that off in our end of month review. So the transfer window is nearly closed. How has that been, do we think? Portuguese. It's got Portuguese flavourings. It's been very Portuguese, hasn't it? Yeah, we've gone from sort of Nigerian footballers to Portuguese footballers as a, as the flavour of the month. So I don't mind, as long as they bring no curses, because we've already got 599.5 years worth of curses to do. We don't want any more of those from Portugal, thank you. Absolutely not. I think, not. Um, again, nothing's won on paper, but... It, on paper, it they, they look look good signings. Uh, I was really impressed with um, Ferreira. You know, got got his got his goal on his uh, home what, start. He took that so, well, yeah. didn't he? Did if you watch yeah, that back, he's run from midfield to whack that from outside the box. More of that, please. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know that's that's all good. I think there's a couple more to come in. Probably a little bit more championship cooked and ready. Fingers crossed it it, it pans out. But knowing Watford, with an hour to go. We'll still be waiting. Yes. And of course, the, the big excitement is, um, and I'm going to try and pronounce it like he did. Go on, Peter. Enrique, Enrique Arroche. Bless there you. you. Go. <laughs> uh, thank you. Bless very you. Much. Bless you, Peter. <laughs> it, it does, doesn't it? Enrique Arroche, a 21-year-old forward from Benfica, has played more for their B team than their first team, granted, but is extremely highly considered and has uh, scored goals in both the first team in Europe, as well as shed loads for, for the B team as well. Now, he is coming in at a time where we desperately need a forward. So I would suggest that that is absolutely an I don't, excellent purchase. I don't understand why with Ray Menage, you know, kicking around our, our squad. <laughs> Ray Menage. <laughs> well, the, the, the problem... Peter's just sworn at me, everyone, by the way. <laughs> 
The main problem is is that Keenan Davis is injured and Yao Pedro is injured and Raymond Nye is injured and Bio isn't. And, um, you know, <laughs> we need somebody who's going to... No, we love Bio, really. But but he's an impact sub. We've, we've seen in now over two games that he's hardly effective starting. He'll work hard, yes, absolutely. But if he's in and around the box, maybe a chance. But he's not helping us in the build-up to that. And we saw against Rotherham that a very little that we kind of did, did in terms of building up, passing the ball into feet really worked because poor old Bio, he is not a back-to-goal back to striker. No. So, Arosh... We got, we, it took it took us about three months to work out how to say Manai properly, and now we've got now we've got. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, uh, it's no, days no. like this. You're glad you're not the stadium announcer, I think. Um, this because is, this is very true. Well done, Tim. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, no. He's uh, he's very good. What we do desperately need, as according to Billich, is he wants another winger. We've been linked with with the lad from Manchester United, but then that was slapped down. But he he wants another option in 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 wide areas, and he also wants another midfielder. And we've been linked with the the holding midfield for Rotherham on Saturday. Um, his name is uh, Barlassa, who did a very good job of snuffing out Kone playing in a mm. more advanced position than I think he likes. Like uh, and. And also, of course, Ben Whiteman, yeah. But very similar. Both of them kind of sit at the base of the midfield and can can get forward and can can get strikes away. I mean, Barlasa had a had a really good uh, shot on uh, on Saturday, which which Backman did well to to get across to. And um, we know that Whiteman delivers set pieces as well. It it ticks a lot of boxes, and we need somebody really who's kind of championship ready, ideally. Because whilst you know somebody like a Ross is coming in and he's young and exciting, if you we, we, we've got enough of a young and exciting, let's have somebody who can come in and do the job. Yeah, nitty gritty kind of players that sort of get stuck in, and yeah, I just I still think even at this stage of the season, we haven't actually taken a game by the scruff of the neck from minute one, apart from obviously the game against Luton, which we seem to have uh, whether it was the chat before the game or whatever or coming off that dreadful defeat or whatever it was we did but we haven't done that and really we should but again key players out etc 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 anyway let's Let's save this for the end of the month review. Which... One, one, one quick thing before we move on from that, though, okay. is I, I mentioned what Billich wanted. <laughs> what he didn't mention at the time was centre-backs because we'd suddenly got centre-backs. But now and today, William Trusticong has gone off on loan to Salernitana with a with an option to buy. Um, I think it's one of these contracts that if he hits a certain number of games, it, it becomes kind of a has-to-buy-him sort of thing. Right. So so he's gone. Lots of people have come out and said, you know, what a, what a great servant off the pitch and a lot of people have said that you know he wore his heart on his sleeve on the pitch for me I, I wanted to like him desperately but didn't like what he did on the pitch or his propensity especially in the premiership to, to miss absolutely vital headers which cost us an awful lot his tendency to panic a little bit again especially in the premier league in fairness to him this season he has come in and when he's when he's had to come in he's he's tried his best has it been great not always but most importantly, did he score the second goal of Watford 4, <laughs> Luton nil? Yes, he did. And the second most important game, did he then really use some quality shithousery to wave off Osho as he was sent off for Luton Town? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he for did. that, Will, you will have our eternal gratitude. Well Absolutely. done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But it means, it means that we have to turn to the incoming and say... We need somebody in. We were going to be letting Pollock off to Exeter. I don't think he's gone. I thought he had. But, I thought that was a well, done deal. I, I I have it on. I think Peter was part of the same conversation yeah. that Pollock was at Exeter and got a call to say, no, come back. Oh, really? Oh, okay, okay. Which 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 makes it sound like you know, kind of a better deal was to move move him to 
Salernitana, you know, William Truce de Kong, therefore he comes back in as coverage. But we still need to have, especially with Cabaselli out injured, mm. it, we, we would have nobody on the bench for, for Saturday who would be able to go in and cover at all if we lost both Truce de Kong and Pollock. Yeah. There would be no centre-backs. No. As, um, as we record this, uh, we're, we're still strongly linked to the lad in Scotland, aren't we? Uh, Ryan Porteous, yes. Porteous, yeah. Yeah. Who's a who's a left footed centre back to my to my understanding and is is highly rated. I thought he got into the under twenty ones, but he's actually got into the Scotland camp. Not that that's necessarily a that's never a, be guaranteed a, a badge fair, of we, quality, we, is it? No. We could probably get in the Scotland <laughs> yes. team. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's where we are with the the transfer window. I think if I was to compare this to last January's transfer window, this does feel more positive to me, to be honest. Because last January, I think we were waiting till the thirty first, and they kind of went, "Here's some," and you go. <laughs> who are they here you are what do oh, they thanks. do yeah. yeah so I think they've been more proactive in this window but time will tell and um it felt like a last-minute Christmas present. Yeah, you, know, you go into the petrol station, think, "Oh shit, there's nothing there. I'll just buy yeah. a pork pie, <laughs> some charcoal, or something." Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if, yeah. if you look at if you look at Yalfarera and you look at because I don't think people were necessarily thinking, "Oh, right back, that's what we need." But it feels like, and some people have said, "Oh no, these deals take ages to set up." Well, Helen Acosta, who's our chief scout now, spent 13 years at Benfica. She's got great contacts there, and suddenly we've signed people two two players from Benfica. We do need to have, as we say, though, some more of this domestic element to it because of that. You know, we still we've still got the same problem with the non-homegrown players. We need to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, we've seen what's happened with, for example, Okoye. Will he go off on loan? Very possibly, I shouldn't wonder. What's going to happen with Ngakia now that we've signed Ferreira? He might go off somewhere. Mm. These are these are players who we you know will then rebalance that home and non homegrown player whatever it is we need to sign some homegrown players and we need to kind of do it now there's only a week to go well time done. will tell we will be reporting on this obviously i think we actually did did we not do a space on transfer deadline day during the summer i think we did didn't we at 2359 you went live peter if i remember rightly so we, yes yes uh, we did anybody we up did. for a late night on the 31st of january maybe that might be something wear a yellow tie or whatever yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In a suit and a yellow tie, maybe. If you could hold that, like that, a Sky that, Sports that, microphone up as well, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. I, I will be outside the training ground wearing a yellow tie, and anybody who believes that whilst on spaces needs their head looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My, my, just before we move on, my favourite memory of the deadline day in January was where I can't remember what ground they were at, but the guy with the dildo <laughs> slapping the guy in the ear. <laughs> oh, football fans. God oh, no. bless you. They're good fun, aren't they? They're good fun. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Hi, this is Amin Abdi, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Let's have a little look at something that a lot of people have been talking about on social media this week. So the, the headline is Watford FC stops flasks being taken in despite weather. Uh, and this was to do with a tweet by someone called James Anthony, who tweeted a cost of living crisis and the club ban hot food and flasks from coming into the stadium, getting rid of the volunteers who got disabled fans food at halftime. I've got to say, I didn't know that was a thing. He finishes his tweet by saying it's not just with on-field personnel where there's been truly awful decisions at our club this year so if you dig into the um into this article the, the club is sort of saying you can't bring these things in anymore and their response is they defended these changes saying they were recommended in the club's safety advisory group findings whatever that may or may not be so the bottom line seems to be that you're not allowed to take <clears throat> in external food and drink into the club anymore which mm. on first reading you think this is purely a business decision in order to flog you expensive food and drink inside the club, you know, just health and safety reasons for taking a flask in. I mean, we all remember the great flask fight of, no, we don't, because there never was one. Um, so <clears throat> I just think it's a little bit kind of, this does sound a little bit of greed to me. How do you take it? I will have a quick look at some of the comments at the bottom of the article as well to let you know what other people are saying, but how do you read this situation? I guess... I think I should go first because I've I've got a real um, problem in, in general with this sort of thing. And my issue, you've probably experienced it yourself. You've gone to the snack bar at halftime or before the game. You ask for a bottle of Coke, Dr. Pepper. They take the plastic lid off, throw that in the bin and give you the Coke. Uh, can I not have the lid? No, 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 you can't have that because you might throw it. I'm on row ZZ. Yes. Who the fuck am I going to kill? You know, how many people in the last decade have been killed by plastic bottles? Yeah. I mean, somebody needs to Google that statistic and it, it just it's just shit it, it's stuff like that that really fucking annoys me Scott, sorry for swearing but fuck well it's it's captive market isn't it I think is the first thing with all this it's it's like whenever yeah. you're inside the O2 or anywhere they go you can't bring any of your stuff in I'm, I've been at festivals where they're actually yeah, yeah, testing yeah. your water in case you've got vodka inside it uh, no that's fine you can take that in can I thanks can I thanks yeah at the end of the day common sense is, is all I'm asking for in these situations and there isn't any you know there's other clubs around the country that don't have issues like this uh, that, that we seem to have at Watford the fact that some poor sod hasn't been allowed allowed to take a flask of tea on the, on probably one of the coldest days of the year it, it quite honestly is a, is a, it's a joke you know just common sense if you're telling me that people that take flasks and sandwiches into football matches are an issue then letting alcohol and so forth be sold in a in a football ground is just as much as of an issue because surely they get more problems from those people than people taking flasks of fucking tea in with them i don't i just there's no common sense with this and it, it this is so very watford that we've even discussed it on a podcast in fairness in fairness i don't know if either of you have ever watched a a a, a dougie brimson written film called green street which is all about football hooliganism but in the dvd deleted mm. scenes there is a scene where they're all getting ready and getting tooled up and they go right who's got who's got your tool yeah who's who's got who's got a quality amount of burberry yes mate check excellent right who's bringing the sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Terry I forgot the sandwiches <laughs> Terry I said milk I mean it doesn't fucking happen no. I mean come on no it's it's ridiculous if you look at that uh, a load of the, the comments on, on the Watford Observer piece 
speak beautifully and they are typically written by people who are relatives of the people who are really affected by this because mm. the people who turn around and go oh no i don't forget to bring the thermos tend to be a little bit older and they're coming out as you said earlier on in sub-zero temperatures to watch the football and also it's part of that match day ritual as much as anything and don't worry don't worry you good people of watford we'll get to the fact that actually what they serve in the in the kiosks is shite when it comes to tea in a moment but they, <laughs> they make it and they bring it along so one of the things i think it calls out is metal thermoses particularly okay so as a, as a first suggestion Watford and, uh, and, the, and the Hornet Shop, why not stock plastic, i.e. soft plastic, thermoses that are able to be put through and offer them to your senior citizen season ticket holders? Why not do that mm. as a courtesy measure for you bringing in this, this particular thing? It states that it's because of the, and it, it makes great pains to say that it's the independent stadium safety group, i.e. it's not us, don't blame the, us, look, look over there. It's 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 like trying to blame VAR when you're the ref here. Hmm. Everybody but everybody goes, if that was the case, you wouldn't be stopping us bringing sandwiches in, hmm. you know? Yeah. If you don't want metal ones, fine. Provide us a range and, and provide it to, you know, everybody else can buy it, but those people who are retired, over retired age, give it courtesy of the club. There's a first suggestion. Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's actually a reply to this article on the Watford Observer website from someone called Marge Lecat. Interesting name. Um, Marge Lecat? Ma- Ma- no. <laughs> Marge Lecat. That's that's how okay. it, Marge Lecat. That- sorry, sorry, Marge. Sorry, Marge. Marge. Is it Marge Lecat? Well, it's M A R G E L I C A T, all one word. Oh, okay. okay. Right. I, so, I think I think we spent too much time on Marge's name. Marge, sorry, Marge. Yes. Car- uh, sorry, carry Marge. on. Let's get to the message. I've got a feeling that bit's going to be cut. So no, no, no. <laughs> so so <laughs> so Marge Lecat says, I take something in for half time for four of us, e.g. Mars Bar, Kit Kat, etc. Have done for years as a season ticket holder. Yesterday at the usual bag check I was told I couldn't take in food she said I had a roll in a bag for my son who had come straight from work and that was his lunch it's pure greed by the club what would they do if everyone who normally buys a drink or food boycotted sales are they frightened where we use food as dangerous weapons and throw it around at others what chance of this with the rising cost of living and a well a well behaved family club I noticed there was no pre-warning either of this yeah. to fans which I think is the main thing no one actually That's said by the way as of the Rotherham game, you can't bring anything in. And somebody else went on to say in these comments as well about if I've just come straight from work, can I not bring my laptop in? Don't really want to leave it in a car because, you know, it's going to be in a car park for two hours. You know, can I not bring that in? I mean, where does this all end? Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to turn, anybody who's had kids will know this, we're going to turn Vicarage Road into a soft play area. So basically, the Vicarage Road end will be like a, gonna, ball, a ball are, ball. Are we going to start putting bubble wrap around everything? I'm not, I'm not going to be happy until ball people ball. leave. Until people leave the, up, the, the upper GT via a helter-skelter ladder. That's all I'm saying. I don't care how old you are, you're going down. Yeah. And there's, there's another one here from Captain Lard. I do like the names that I people like pick. I like Captain Lard. People I pick like great Captain names Lard. when they're going on message boards. Yeah, don't they? yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope this is good. I'm excited by but this. But he says, so it's okay for the two young lads behind me yesterday to be clearly pissed out of their heads, shouting <laughs> and swearing the whole game. Sorry, Captain Lard. With one of them asking when they will go and fight the Rotherham fans, but someone in their 70s or 80s can't sit quietly with a hot chocolate from a flask. Nothing to do with safety, purely about having a captive audience. It's the way 
way of the world now. Most venues will stop you from venues will stop you from bringing anything in, so you have to purchase from them at their extortionate prices. And I think mm. that feeds into what I was saying earlier. You know, don't bring in your food from outside. I can sell you something much more expensive uh, in here, which I'd rather you bought. Which yeah, yeah, people have been I, taking bags of sweets and stuff in at football yeah, for years. For kids and so especially the fat like the family enclosure. Um, is it still smelling of burnt toast as you walk in? It there? does. Is well, that, it does. Yeah, yeah. That, does that, used to, that used to catch me out quite a lot. So, so just bearing in mind from a from a from a consumer point of view, if I walk in somewhere where I'm going to consume food, I've just walked into the family end and I smell burnt toasts. Two things have either happened: one, they're either fucking everything up in the kitchen, or two, I'm having a stroke. So, <laughs> yes. and, and I know, and I know, and I know which one it is because yeah. I used to sit in that stand and it was constant. Yeah, I will. I will put everybody's uh, everybody's mind at rest. You don't need to ring the Stroke Association anytime soon. They uh, they serve pizzas, which they seem to basically be cooking in a in a kind of a Russell Hobbs toaster by the looks of things. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <That's> done. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is what. Yeah, bearing in mind we have Italian owners, right? Who oh, pride who oh, yeah. pride themselves on their national dish. Bearing in mind pizza is the Italian yeah. national dish. You know, you've got it, the whole idea was you got the red of the uh, the tomato, you have got the white of the mozzarella, and you have got the green of the kind of you know um, oregano or basil or whatever they're going to put over the top. There should be pride in this. Nobody ever pointed out that it should come with a black carbon base. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's absolutely burnt to cinders most of the time. Yeah. It's really poor and it's very very expensive. I know because somebody behind me complained about it the other day there's issues with some of the quality of it most certainly hmm. there's also the you know the question of the cost one of the things that certainly we've said on a number of occasions is treat us like fans not just like customers hmm. and this is an example of us being treated like like the worst kind of customers who turn up at i don't know at center parks or somewhere where they where it's a one off this is a returning place we go to yeah. here if you get a shit experience on game one of the season that's going to taint it for the next 19 23 games yeah and however many seasons thereafter so it's important that the club don't get it wrong every form of of marketing statistics or advice on customer service comes back at you with this with this particular stat if you have a bad experience you are nine times more likely to tell people than if you have a good experience i.e they've got to excel nine times to get back up to where they were if they fuck it up the first time and the guys i don't quite understand what the what the commercial deals are with watford because you've got a number of third-party kiosks in there but mm. you've got very expensive stuff going on a hot dog which is six pounds 50 that's I, premium I price premium that's price a real premium price and it's it comes with with, yeah. with with no onions it comes with nothing else it's basically your, your cold bread bun and it thrown in i had one the other day because it was the only thing they had at the the everton youth cup match and again it kicked off at seven so i got there i hadn't had anything to eat got to half time and i thought no i'm i'm you know i've got to have something to eat so i kind of went and found it and bought it and a bloke next to me went that's six pound fifty that mate and i went no no but i've got no choice yeah and that that's the mentality is that they're after here <clears throat> i've got no choice and and that really saddens me because I think at heart the club can be better than this. Mm. I really mm. do. I don't think <clears throat> Graham Taylor, when we're talking about all of the values, oh God, he's going off about Graham Taylor again, right? It was about community. It's not about fleecing people. It's not about taking people to, you know, get into sub-zero temperatures and going, no, if you want tea or coffee or hot chocolate or something that looks roughly the same colour, mm. we're going to take four pounds off of you for it. That's ridiculous. But the thing we haven't even mentioned, although obviously the article does, is one, we are at the coldest snap that we've had 
for, for a long time. It's kind of, today it was like minus five out there or something stupid. But there's also, we're right in the middle of the hardest hitting cost of living crisis going, mm. right? You've got people who have been supporting this club for decades and decades and decades. And then you are telling the people who are most likely to bring sandwiches, the people who are most likely to bring flasks, who, let's be honest, are going to be slightly older people and people with families, the people who are being hardest hit at the moment, you're telling them that they basically come to your venue and they have to eat at your venue prices. Quite frankly, fuck right off. That is not what Watford is about. Mm. That is ridiculous. Mm. We can do better than that, Watford. And Mr. Pozzo, Mr. Duxbury, whoever is listening to this, I don't think you mean this to be the case. I would love to see you put this right. Yeah. Well, whether they will or not, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just reading the comments again here. LD says, I work on the turnstiles at Watford, and before the Rotherham game, we were handed a new sheet with a list of prohibited items, which included flasks, umbrellas, etc. So if it's raining, don't try and keep dry on the way into the ground because you won't be allowed to take an umbrella in. There's another one here. This is fantastic. This is from someone called Taylor Out, who said, I hide a small hip flask down my pants and pick a turnstile with a woman on duty. It's against the law for a woman to... Frisk and mail, so I always get past. So maybe you need to put your flask Love down it. your pants. I don't know. It, it is it is really a crappy thing to bring in, especially in the you know if you're going to bring it in the summer, you it's go. It's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary though, isn't it? That's Peter's right. What you just said there, so passionately as well. But he, he, he's, he's spot on. It's just fuck. It's just crap. You just mentioned there that hot dog, six pound fifty. Six pound fifty is high end price. Yeah, the stuff you're actually getting is utter <clears> utter <throat> crap. Uh, is Peter frozen well, or is that me? No, 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 no. I'll just oh, listen no, to you for a change. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, <laughs> he's never been quiet this long. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh dear, he hasn't he hasn't come back at me. But the, but the, the the stuff is utterly utterly. Crap, you know, people don't generally mind paying for things when it's good quality and they're getting a service, and yeah. that that's why you go. But you're not getting that there. You get some fucking pizza faced zombie behind the the fucking <laughs> counter who can't count to four, and you know it's just honestly the whole. The, I don't bother. I, I go to a machine now that takes that I order on a machine. And then somebody just gives me the stuff. Oh, that's I don't pretty speak good, though. That's pretty good. That's in the uh, it is top good. of the That is a good thing. Yeah. yeah, that is a good thing. But but that's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a good idea, but the prices are still exorbitant, Well, right? this is what I'm saying, if because... The, it, most, the, the we, most popular sausage roll in the UK is Greg's, right? They they put the, It's gone from 85p over the last about six, seven years ago up to about £1.20 now. How much is the hot dog... Uh, how much, sorry, is the sausage roll? 460 460 460 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it, they, they wouldn't even have to say, it's not a question of even saying we can't get the ingredients to make it like that. They could bring in Greg's already done cooked sausage rolls, put them and- in the holding ovens, and still put on a two hundred percent margin and be twenty five percent cheaper. Yeah, there's a bakery in the fucking Vicarage Road end. There's a Wenzels. Yeah, there is a Wenzels. There's a Wenzels. Open <laughs> yeah, no. no. the back door. Let people in from the back. I mean, <laughs> my other my other suggestion, therefore, my other suggestion, therefore, is if you are treating this like an event venue, you're coming in. You know, you're basically trying to treat it like like the football match is a festival, and that people can't bring anything in, and they have to eat everything and consume everything from within. Okay, I get that. That's going to be your business plan. It's shit. It will piss people off and it will bite you in the ass. However, 
if you do that, for those people who are, if you're not going to do anything around provision of the right and acceptable flasks, food and drink flasks, then you should provide tea or coffee to those people over retirement age as a courtesy, Watford, because you're you're fleecing the rest of us. These people are retired and you are not allowing them to bring in food and to basically be able to watch the, the game for which they have paid a ticket fee. They have paid an admission fee. You should basically provide that as a as a service. And I'll tell you why. Because Watford, these people aren't at the moment on your profit margin list. All it will cost you is the price of hot water, milk, tea bags or coffee. Mm. Paper cup for each one. Mm. If you can't swallow that, I'd be very surprised. Bearing in mind, we know how much goes through that club and where it comes from. It doesn't come from match day revenue. Whoever is trying to do this is trying to make their particular budget in their contribution to the to the effort to, to have, I don't know, for it to go from a one to a three on it or something. You know, it's not a great big hill of beans here. And it's not something that I think the people of Watford who are in Watford really want to try to cause this, this to become a, a thing bigger than it is because it's something that affects everybody and it affects their elderly relatives. And if you want to see people get annoyed about things you try doing that mm. i mean the thing is as well that we all kind of go <clears throat> on our own or with one other but if you've got a family of four and they all yeah. start going oh you know i'm hungry i'm hungry and you go well you know can you wait to get not really you're looking at 24 pounds or 25 pounds for hot dogs for four of you that is top end you're london prices and that's just ridiculous you can't, no one can afford that no one no one no one wants to spend that sort of money on sundries at a football match three pound fifty for a program if you're going to buy a program you know i stopped buying them years ago but three pound fifty for a program oh can i have one now we're up to seven quid you know what i mean you just, time you've walked out you've done i don't know 30 40 quid whatever it's just it's not acceptable so i think they need to probably think again on that whether they will or not remains to be seen but if enough people cause a fuss about it maybe they will i don't know but um what, one, one last thing to point out whenever there are these and, and as we said we're living in a cost of living crisis transport co- is costing the earth petrol has cost the earth people who are going to away games or as so many people do now make huge traveling distances to come to vicarage road for a home game are being priced out of a fortune you mentioned there obviously families and feeding them a lot of people came out and said well i i don't eat at the ground i eat before and and then i do it and that that's that's fine for some for some it's just not logistically possible Hmm. but it's a good idea. Do try to not eat from there if, if you possibly can. It's fair to say also that there are some there are some reasonable things, but Christ, don't they cost? At the back of the uh, the Graham Taylor, there's a they do kind of chicken and chips, and it's like boneless chicken and chips in a carton, and it's like eleven quid. Mm. I mean, mm. it's good, but mm. eleven quid. Yeah, eleven quid. Price, yeah. but that's that's yeah, it's bar, borough market price. It's, yeah, it's borough market price. And the thing is, as well, that a borough market, you can go. You know, I don't want to pay that. I'm going to go find somewhere else. But once you're inside Vicarage Road, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that so, or nothing. I think that's the idea, though, isn't it? In terms of these, because like you covered it a bit ago, they're all these like little independent companies now that obviously have stalls essentially inside the ground, and you know they're they're trying to make their own profits. But is is what they're trying to offer cost effective? But for football fans, probably not. I'll go to the burger, you know, the salmonella burger out oh, there outside the Red Lion. Road. Yeah, yeah, outside the Red Lion. You know, spend spend four pound bit of salmonella. By the time I've eaten it, I'm just finishing the the last bit as I, as I get into the ground, and, and I'm happy with that. But I'd rather do I'd rather give it to them than than spend it in the ground. Yeah, but you won't get a burger for four. But I don't even think you can get a burger in the ground anymore, can you? But you certainly wouldn't get one for four pound if 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 they did. I mean, this, this, no, this, no. This is what you see a lot no. on Twitter. There's a there's an account called Footy Scran. 
where they show you kind of food from all over the world and you know you look at some stuff and you think it's no way i would pay that for that and other times you think that's really reasonable so it seems to be a kind of a a universal thing really that you you are going to get served what you are offered inside these sort of places and it's up to you if you want to buy it or not but if if you can't even have a choice of bringing your own stuff in then it's it does feel a little bit like there's a gun to your head so i hope that they are going to Look at this and change it. Maybe remains to be seen. But if you're not happy with it, email the club. You know what I mean? That's, there, there is a. I think it's is it your voice mm. at watfordfc.com or yeah. something? Yeah, um, yeah. Just email them and tell them. Look, this is taking a piss, or I'm not happy with this. You know, what, why are you doing this? Or can we change it? Or can we have something else? Because if you don't, they'll just assume that everybody's happy with it and carry on. That's the thing. I think a lot of people accept that they're going to be paying a premium for that at a venue. They understand the deal, but it goes beyond the pale when they do that, and then they stop the people who can't necessarily afford it now of all times Mm. to do it the optics on this Watford are fucking devastatingly stupid as we've said already these are not the behaviours of the hooligan element who's ever on this independent safety council really unless they and basically the only thing I can guess is that they're basically going to be investing very heavily in Burberry flasks that's the only thing (laughs) I can imagine the only thing that makes sense yeah other hooligan merchandise is available course yeah yeah stone island <laughs> uh, uh yeah uh, again you have to wonder the, who, who made up this independent board you wonder whether it's anybody that's ever been to a football match and or uh, over the age of 50 you know what i mean it's just it's just rubbish well there we go that was a, a short but sweet little burst of fury there I think this is. Uh, I've never seen. I've never seen Peter so angry. I have. Don't mention FIFA because that that's worse. FIFA. <laughs> oh, oh, I've done no. it now. What have I done? Uh, so yes thank you very much for listening we will be around well some of us will be around after the Middlesbrough game I won't be I'm doing something else on Saturday I'm not even going to get to watch the match boo hoo but uh, yeah we'll be around for the space after the Middlesbrough game so please tune in for that in the meantime look after yourselves you ones you ones Huge thanks to our patrons, Nipper Harrison, Colin Payne, Gary Wood, Carl Campion, Boyd Mayover, Uncle Ron, Kevin Kremen, John Thekinardi, Mark Von Hockemer, The Big Lebowski, John Parslow, Greg Fika, Malcolm Williams, Jason Rose, Michael Abrahams, Ian Bacon, Ken Green, Nick Newland, and PDF. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.